Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Fat Boys Dynasty Podcast, hosted by the Fantasy Holics Podcast Network, live once again on the fabulous YouTube. Brant and Bo coming at you again this week. And Brant, this is going to be a very special episode. We're going to get to introduce the folks to some new stuff, for, new breaking ground here for us, a big partnership uh, that the Fantasy Holics team has been working on. We're going to talk about that a little bit today. But uh, we are finishing out our wide receiver projections, our top 36. We both did our top 12 last week. Um, last week we, we did our top 12, uh, statted and our top 12 in a dynasty startup draft this week. It's just going to be our top 36 statted wide receivers, um, for this upcoming season, a lot of numbers to be, had been crunched. Um, I don't know if your brain is as scrambled eggs as mine is right now, but, uh, a lot of numbers, a lot of, a lot of crunching, a lot of staring at, at, at computer screens this week, uh, to get us here for this episode, Brant. Yeah, it was a rough one, and it, it was it was a fun week too. Training camp kicked off. We have you know little news there uh, coming out. The whole running back. I'm excited to see what comes out of that running back Zoom meeting that everyone's talking about. Had some of your rookies finally sign their rookie deals, and Stroud and Richardson. Training camp's officially started. The NFL season is officially the NFL preseason is officially here. Um, I believe the uh, Hall of Fame game's coming up. I know that doesn't mean anything to anyone. You might see one player that's fantasy relevant in that game like we did last year, and you hear a whole bunch of rumors. But it is officially it is officially uh, uh, training camp, so injuries are starting to rack up already. Um, players missing the whole year. Naeem Hines, anybody that may have had him as your handcuff, he is due to miss the entire year. Um, I think that's the only one that's due to miss the entire year so far. Um, but, you know, it, it's officially here. Um, we'll get through these rankings, and just with training camp starting, it'll be fun to see how these rankings already start. Hey, I'm I'm definitely itching, Brant. It's, uh, it's like being told you can go to the candy store after mom runs a couple errands, and you're on that last errand before the, the, the candy store's up. So, oh, yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. Training camp's a good time. A lot of buzz, a lot of generated about these rookies that we've been so excited about anticipating uh, coming in. <laughs> Uh, go ahead. Speaking about rookies, anyone that saw Indianapolis's training camp news that come out, Garter Minshew is splitting first team reps with Richardson. It looks like Minshew may be the front runner to start the season over Richardson there in Indy right now. Well, Richardson's very raw. It wouldn't it wouldn't <laughs> shock me at all to see them, you know, give him a little bit of a leeway to, before he has to yep. to get it started. But anyway, Brant, let's get let's get a re quick recap on our top twelve that we did last week. I'm going to start us off. I'm going to go top to bottom. That way, we're ready to get kicked off after the uh, intro video. One, Justin Jefferson. Two, Devontae Adams. Three, C.D. Lamb. Four, Tyree Kill. Five, A.J. Brown. Six, Stephon Diggs. Seven, Jamar Chase. Eight, Amon Ross St. Brown. Nine, Garrett Wilson. 10 Cooper Cup, 11 DK Metcalf, and 12 Drake London. So, uh, like you said, like we talked about last week, I got pretty much the same names right here. I got Justin Jefferson as my one, Tyreek Hill as my two, Adams as my three, Cooper Cup is my four. That was our biggest discussion last week. Diggs is at my five, Chase is my six, Lamb's my seven, Garrett Wilson eight, AJ Brown number nine, Devonta Smith number 10, Amaran St. Brown at 11 and waddle at number 12 okay and if anybody's interested in seeing where the stats lie for those guys from the fat boys you will have to go listen to last week's episode on the youtube channel but brant let's get the bibs on and let's eat
So, Brant, we kind of alluded to it before the show got started, but there's been some big things happening at the Fantasy Holics Facebook page. Um, and it the cat the cat's out of the bag. Some of you may have seen it between last week's episode and today. Um, we do have a partnership with Underdog Fantasy um, that they they came up with a little collab, if you will. Um, and Brant and I are going to have a weekly segment about uh, using the Underdog uh, app and and for you guys that are as addicted as we are and, and love um, just playing fantasy at all aspects of it. We're going to have this segment starting today. Um, and then through the rest of the season, we're going to talk about some things that we really love on that app. Um, again, if you guys already are uh, members on there, you already know how great the app is. If you don't, jump on there, check it in, check it out. Excuse me, not check it in, check it out. Use the promo code HOLIX when you get in there. Help support the page, help support yourselves. Uh, and it's going to be a good partnership, Brant. Yeah, and, and there's an app for it. I know some of the some of the uh, sites out there don't have apps, but this one does have an app. It's both available on Android and uh, and your iPhones. So make sure you guys get on there and check that out. Very user friendly as well. Yes, uh, I will add. All right, Brant. So let's let's kick off the new segment. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Here we go. So I, I think it's important to say that when we get into this show, Brant, a lot of times we're going to be doing some higher or lowers um, involving some numbers and, and some of our favorite plays, season-long plays. And then as we get into the week, the season, we'll talk about weekly plays as well. I think that's important to say. But, Brant, this week you and I kind of talked about it a little bit, and we thought it only made sense that because we are so hopelessly addicted to fantasy football, <laughs> uh, and most of us in the Dynasty community are, what's the – for most of us uh, – Aside from a really good trade or, or being the first to claim that, you know, breakout player on the waiver a week before they hit out, what's the best thing about fantasy football, Brant? Draft season. That time where you're sitting down with your buddies or you're sitting down there and, and you're actually doing a draft and, and, and you get you get to see where players are going. And and that's that's one thing that underdog fantasy could really help you out too is is getting into those drafts. And uh I'm gonna hit on it real quick. It's it's they have the best ball drafts there. And for you that don't know what best ball is, you draft it and you don't have to worry about it the rest of the year. You get a chance to go on there and everyone does these mock drafts. Well, now's a good chance to actually get on there and actually really see what's going on in drafts. You're actually going against other people. It's not just going against the computer in a mock draft. You are drafting with other people. So this is uh, underdog offers that, that best ball. And, and it's great chance for you to, to hone in on your strategy and understand where players are actually going. Yeah, absolutely, Brent. And like you said, um, you, you draft a lineup of players that you really enjoy, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. And every week, you don't have to go on there and set a lineup like you do in normal fantasy. They take your best quarterback scorer, your couple best running back scorers, your couple best wide receiver scorers, and your best tight end scorer and a flex off your bench. They don't. You don't have to do anything. So if you draft a guy like Gabe Davis or Jarek McKinnon, who are somewhat frustrating to own in regular fantasy because you can't predict the bust weeks or the boom weeks, they're great. Those guys are great for best ball drafts because you pick them up. And you never have to worry about it. If they go for zero points, they don't hurt you. If they go for 60, they help you. Um, best ball is a very 
friendly way to dip your toes into the fantasy football world. Um, if you're somebody who's been a little hesitant on wanting to get in um, and they have contests ranging from all kinds of different values. You can get in for, you know, a quarter, you can get into 50 bucks. There's, there's leagues for everybody on there um, for best ball. And again, um, maybe before the season starts, Brant, we'll have to create a best ball listener league potentially if, uh, if there's some demand for that. But again, it's, it's just that you could get on if you put $50 on your, on your underdog account, and you don't want to do any season-long plays, you could get on and do $51 uh, best ball drafts just to get more drafting experience, see where guys are going and, and things to help you get ready for the season. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the best things about that is, is like you alluded to, those boom guys getting them late in the draft, your sleepers that you that you want to own somewhere. Well, now this is the best opportunity to do it is to own them in best balls. Your sleeper guy that you – don't run and really, you know, let everyone know that 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 you really trust this guy and, and you just kind of want to see what he does throughout the year. This is the best chance to really grab him late in drafts. Absolutely. Again, um, if you've never been on Underdog before, jump on there. Promo code Holix. Check it out. Surf around. We will have a play of the week every week um, starting this week through probably the end of the season and into playoffs uh, uh, for everybody. Um, something that Brant and I either agree on or we'll both put out a play each week. Um, but something just to, to get new segment again, promo code Holix uh, on underdog, great app, super user-friendly. I will say when we, when we put our pick of the week out, we're, we're willing to put our, uh, our own, uh, we're willing to take the risk with you. If you, tr if you tail us, we will take the risk with you and, and we'll put it out there too. And we'll put, we'll put down on it too. We have no problem with that. First, first pick of the week. Brant's going to say which chargers wide receiver to start in week one. So there we go. Go opposite. Go opposite of whatever I say if it's a Chargers wideout. <laughs> All right, perfect. Speaking of wideouts, Brant, let's go ahead and get into this. Let's start at 13. Let's each give like three names at a time. We'll have some discussion about them if we need to. So go ahead, Brant. Start us off. Give me your 13, 14, and 15. Number 13, I got Chris Olave. He's uh, a guy that I really I struggled to, to – Almost, almost got him into my top 12. He, he was a guy that I really looked to really burst onto the scene this year, even more than he did last year. Um, I got him going for 155 targets, 100 receptions, 1,200 yards, six touchdowns for 256 total points there. And then uh, my next one is a guy that that hurt hurt me right here in the heart a little bit to move outside of the top 12, but there's too many mouths to feed. That's Mr. DK Metcalf. I got him going for 135 total targets, only 86 receptions, 1,080 yards. I do have him getting 10 touchdowns. I expect him to be the uh, touchdown leader there in Seattle, going for 254 fantasy points. I do expect him to be one of the top touchdown guys this year. Um, I expect him to be the red zone monster in Seattle. And this guy right here, when I statted his numbers out, I couldn't believe what I really believed. And he almost creeped his way into my top 12. And I think if I uh, would have believed a little more in his touchdown values, I think he would have. And that's Keenan Allen of the Chargers. The man's always there. He's one of the most consistent guys. I got him going for 151 targets, 100 receptions. Now, I can't do that because I do have Herbert thrown for almost 700 times this year. I got him for 1,010 yards, eight touchdowns, 249 fantasy points. That is my number 15 guy. Yeah. Uh, so at number 13, Brant, I had a guy that, you know, almost got into my top 12. I wasn't sure I bought into the touchdown equity either. Uh, at 13, I had Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I had him going for 144 targets, 100 receptions, 
1,121 yards, five touchdowns. I've got him slightly lower than you at 242.4 fantasy points. Uh, excuse me, 242.1 fantasy points. Three-tenths uh, of a fantasy point away from being in my top 12 there. Um, at number 14, I had a, I have a guy that you had in your top 10, just or top 12, excuse me, just slightly outside of mine. I've got Devonta Smith, 138 targets, 94 receptions, 1,175 yards, five touchdowns, 241.5 fantasy points. Uh, and then at number 15, I have Jalen Waddle coming in with 129 targets, 81 receptions, 1,201 receiving yards, six touchdowns, coming in at 237.1 fantasy points. Absolutely. And then two of those guys you talked about, I already had in my top 12, so I hit on last week. And then Keenan Allen was a guy that we actually discussed through text message as we were sitting here doing this on on how uh, how close he came on both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so where were we at? Number 16? 16. Number 16, I got a guy that you had inside your top 12, and, and it, he did slide down a little bit on me, and that's Mr. Drake London. I do have him for 145 targets, 93 receptions, 1,015 yards, eight total touchdowns, 242 and a half fantasy points. That's my number 16, guys. Now, as you guys do hear us saying a lot of these guys going over 1,000 yards, you guys may understand the same way I did when I did my stats. How many guys we actually have going over 1,000 yards? There was 21 receivers last year that went over 1,000 yards, which kind of was shocking to me with a lot of guys that were missing time. So at my number 17, um, I have Amari Cooper, a guy that I believe in. I believe that offense takes a huge step forward this year too, and I think he does about what he did last year. I got him for 130 targets, 84 receptions, 1,040 yards, eight touchdowns, 236, 236 fantasy points. That was my number 17 guy. Okay, I thought I thought I messed up and skipped one. <laughs> Number 18, I got Jerry Judy. I believe Wes Wilson gets back on track. I believe in that offense, and I think this is the guy to own in that offense. 140 receptions, 90 yards, 1,000 yards even. Seven touchdowns, 232 fantasy points is where I have Jerry Judy at. Okay, interesting. Uh, at 16, Brant, I have Chris Olave. Uh, I have him coming in at 132 targets, 81 receptions. 1,134 yards, six touchdowns coming in at 230.4 fantasy points. At 17, I had a guy, I thought you would be higher on this guy than I was. Um, I had Calvin Ridley, 111 targets, 74 receptions, 1,119 yards, receiving seven touchdowns, 227 fantasy points, and trailing right behind him. I'm, I'm shocked we are both this, this high on this player. Amari Cooper, 128 targets, 77 receptions, 1,078 yards receiving seven touchdowns coming in at 226.8 fantasy points. Well, at my number 19 spot would be Mr. Calvin Ridley himself. (laughs) So I was right there with you. Um, And the points are pretty close. I have him for 140 targets, 90 receptions, 980 yards. I think he falls just short of the thousand yards, but I do believe Kirk will have a bigger role than a lot of people are are, are going for. I have him for seven touchdowns, 230 fantasy points is where I have him at. So just a few more points than you, but it dropped a little bit higher, lower in my rankings. Um, So number 20, I have T Higgins. I know a lot of people are high on him, but I think that ball gets spread out a little bit more this year. I got him for 109 109 targets, 78 receptions, 1,025 yards, eight touchdowns, 228.5 fantasy points. That's my number 20. Excuse me. And with the exact same amount of points as a guy 
um, that uh, I may be higher on than a lot of people. And that might be have a lot to do with the, the mustache starting the season. That is Michael Pittman sitting there at number 21. I have him for 145 targets, 88 receptions, 985 yards, seven touchdowns with a whopping 228 and a half fantasy points. The same as Mr. T Higgins. Okay. Uh, at number 19, Brant, this is one that when I did this, I thought maybe I wrote numbers down wrong. I thought maybe when I was calculating and adding it up, I must have accidentally hit an extra zero someplace because um, I just didn't couldn't get this to make sense. At 19, I have Mike Evans catching passes from Baker Mayfield. I've got him with 119 targets, 72 receptions. 1,003 yards, hitting it for the, the consecutive, what, like ninth season in a row here, 10th, something like that for Mike Evans. Eight touchdowns at 220.3 fantasy points. Brant, I'm not sure I believe in Baker Mayfield as much as my numbers make me feel like I believe in Baker Mayfield, um, but you could substantiate two really good wide receivers and still be a bad quarterback, and I'm thinking that maybe what happens here. I do have Mike Evans having a good season despite um, uh, Baker Mayfield. But the one that I'm really going to plant a flag at, Brent, is my number 20. This one, as I did it again, I wore through the racer on the pencil. I wore through the lead on the pencil on this one. I went and did this one seven or eight times, and I kept getting the same thing. I guess I'm just a lot higher on this guy this season than I've ever been in the years past. Maybe I'm turning a leaf here. I think this one's going to shock you, Brent. At number 20, I have Marquise Hollywood Brown of the Arizona Cardinals. I've got him for 136 targets, 90 receptions, 936 yards receiving, six touchdowns, coming in at 219.6 fantasy points. I think that G-Hop left. Zach Ertz is 112. Um, James Conner is, is getting up there in age himself. Somebody's going to catch passes in Arizona. They're going to play from behind quite a bit. Uh, and they're going to have to pass the ball. And I think when Kyler comes back, um, he's going to have something to prove, Brent. I think he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. I think he's going to want to, you know, hey, this team's better off with me than without me. And I think Marquise Hollywood Brown is going to be a, a big factor in this. I'm planting my flag. This is a hill. I'm ready to stand on it. I'm ready to fight on this hill, Brent. Marquise Hollywood Brown, it's never been a player that I've I've had a whole lot of love for in my heart. You can attest to that. But here I am at number 20, Marquise Hollywood Brown. At 21, Brant, I have T. Higgins as well. 130 targets, 79 receptions, 1,104 yards receiving, five touchdowns, 219.4 fantasy points. Okay, okay. Uh, I know you want to address the Marquise Hollywood Brown, so I'm ready for it. Our numbers are pretty close. Okay. I just obviously I think it's more of a wide receiver season this year. So my numbers are a little bit higher than you. I know you've you've been a running back guy uh, the last few years while we've done fantasy. So we talked about this last week. My numbers are just a little bit higher. I just have a little higher projections. Our numbers are scary close when I get down to Brown. Just don't have them as high. Um, our numbers were scary close on Mike Evans also, which I will get to that one here shortly. So right now I'm at number what 22. Yes, sir. 22, I have the other Denver Bronco, and that is Cortland Sutton, a guy that you have planted your flag on multiple years. And he's 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 been he's been pretty good, pretty good uh, guy to own in, in Dynasty. He may not be the best thing ever, 
But I have him for 130 targets, 80 receptions, 985 yards, eight touchdowns, 226 and a half fantasy points. That is my number 22 guy. I do believe in the Russell bounce back. I do believe in that that system and that offense really moving the ball this year. Now, this is the one that I'm planting my flag on. This is a guy that I am extremely high on. He had zero touchdowns last year. He's going to find the end zone. They're already saying that the quarterback's arm looks stronger, and that's Deontay Johnson there in Pittsburgh. I am for 142 targets, 96 receptions, 956 yards, six touchdowns. I have him finding that end zone six times this year, 227.6 fantasy points. I believe this guy bounces back and has a great year. I believe I'd have to go back and double check. I believe he was a top 24 wideout with zero touchdowns. Um, so I believe he's absolutely going to be in there again this year. Now, this is the other one that I we did our dynasty startup league and I planted my flag and I said, I'm stacking these boys for the future. And that is Mr. DJ Moore in Chicago. I don't believe that that man's thrown for 4000 yards, but I do believe he gets us one top 36 wide out. And that is DJ Moore, 140 targets, 80 receptions, because it ain't going to be very accurate when he does see him. 950 yards, eight touchdowns, 223 fantasy points. That is my number 24 wide out. I'm planting my flag on DJ Moore, and I'm going to ride that one. That is one of my favorite stacks this year. That's one of my best ball stacks that I would love to talk about at some point is DJ Moore and Justin Fields. Okay, Brent. Uh, at 22, I have Brandon Ayuk. I've got him coming in with 118 targets, 80 receptions, 1,032 yards, receiving six touchdowns, 219.2 uh, fantasy points there. At 23, I have Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, coming in 124 targets, 79 receptions, 1,090 yards receiving, five touchdowns, 218 fantasy points, excuse me. And at number 24 is a guy that I also think has a positive touchdown uh, regression, or again, as the debate continues, the positive progression uh, in touchdowns. Deontay Johnson, I hear that, Brant, this is interesting. Keep your ears peeled. I have him for 146 targets, or excuse me, 145 targets, 91 receptions, 956 yards receiving, <laughs> five touchdowns. Uh, so apparently, Deontay Johnson, you and I need to take that number to the bank. 956 yards is what he's going to have. Um, hmm, they have to go I, take a peek on underdog. <laughs> I have him coming in at uh, 216.6 fantasy points. So, again, we both buy into the bounce back for, for Deontay Johnson this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I buy back that offense is really going to be uh, turning over a new leaf this year. So right here is, is, is right here as I hit these next three are going to be uh, three names that you have spoke about and one hill that you're willing to uh, plant your flag on. And I'll be right there with you planting it. I just won't be as, as high up on the hill because I think there are some better wideouts there, but I definitely think he has a good year, mm -hmm. but I'll get into that name here in just a minute. At number 26, I all, I have Brandon Ayuk, 115 targets, 80 receptions, 975 yards, six touchdowns, 213 fantasy points uh, coming out at my number 26 wide out. Who'd you have at 25? Did I skip 25? I did skip 25. My fault. I have Mr. Mike Evans at 25, 130, 80, at 130 targets, 80 touchdowns, 80 receptions. I don't believe he gets to 1,000 yards this year, 910 yards, eight touchdowns, 219 fantasy points. That is my 25 wide receiver there. So sorry about that. Did skip that. So I've hit 25, 26, so 27. I guess I'll have to wait one more turn around to talk about Hollywood Brown here. But uh, here I have uh, Scary Terry at number 27. 
Uh, 125 targets, 79 receptions, 980 yards, six touchdowns, 213 fantasy points. That is who I'm sitting there talking about. And I think he's the best uh, Washington wideout to own there. That is my number 27 wideout. All right, Brent. Uh, at 25, I have um, Baker Mayfield as a top 12 quarterback. I've got Mike Evans' running mate, Chris Godwin, 119 targets, 88 receptions. 985 yards receiving another five touchdowns coming in at 216.5 uh fantasy points so just one tenth of a point away from being a wide receiver two at 26 i have mike williams 118 targets 82 receptions 1039 yards receiving five touchdowns coming in at 215.9 fantasy points uh and then brant this is one this is one that when the news broke, I didn't, I can, I can say that I didn't love the landing spot. Uh, I still don't think I love the landing spot, um, but I do have DeAndre Hopkins at 27. I think he's still a good enough wide receiver that there's got to be some respect given to DeAndre Hopkins. I've got him coming in at 114 targets, 76 receptions, 1,030 yards receiving, Six touchdowns, 211 fantasy points for Mr. DeAndre Hopkins by way of Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, uh, Will Levis. Okay. Hopkins, I did not have quite climb into mine. Um, I skipped the Tennessee order uh, for a little bit here. I did uh, did have him down there. I just I just I couldn't really stat it out and feel comfortable doing it. So Hopkins and Traylon Burks both are question mark stats so i kept them out for right now of my top 36 i could see myself moving hopkins in but i just i couldn't bring myself to do it right now that's more deandre hopkins is more in for deandre hopkins and less in for for ryan Tannehill. uh i'd rather him be catching passes from derrick henry which may happen at some point this season it's possible it's possible We, we never know okay uh, so I'm sitting at number 28, right? I got the right number this time, right? All right. Yes. My number 28 is the hill that you're dying on and the hill or the hill that you're planting your flag on. And I will plant a flag about halfway, maybe three fourths of the way up the hill. And that's Marquise Hollywood Brown, 140 targets, 85 receptions, 900 yards, six touchdowns, 211 fantasy points. That's my number 28 guy. I believe he is the go-to guy. I believe he will be the guy running the, uh, the receiving game there in, in Arizona, and yes, they will be playing from behind, but he does have to see a lot of number one corners, and we'll see how that works. I know that the Rams won't really pose a threat to him, but the Niners, and hopefully my Seahawks will pose a threat twice this year to him. Um, so I don't I don't, I don't, believe 110% in him, but I do still believe he's a good enough guy to own in my top 30. At number 29 is a guy that I talked about last week. This was my sleeper, and he got into my top 36, and that is Paris Campbell of the New York Giants. 125 targets, 87 receptions, 900 yards, five touchdowns, 207 fantasy points. I do believe that he will be a top 30 wideout this year. Um, uh, he's my He was my sleeper last week. I, I, beat the, I beat the drum a little bit last week on him, and we'll just leave it at that. I do believe that that's going to be the go-to guy there in, in New York. And for my first rookie and my only rookie in the top 26, and that's Mr. Addison there via way of Minnesota. I have him for 115 targets, 84 receptions, 780 yards, seven touchdowns. I do believe that he takes over that red zone threat that Adam Thielen was there in Minnesota. So I do believe he sees seven touchdowns, 204 fantasy points. That is my number 30 wide out. Okay. 
Uh, at 28, I have my sleeper from last week's episode, Brant, and uh, Adam Thielen, uh, the guy who you just talked about getting his targets taken, um, his vacated targets taken, I should say. He's going to Carolina, going to link up with Bryce Young and be the focal point of the offense. No more Justin Jefferson. Uh, Thielen's not going to be in his shadow this year. 110 targets, 84 receptions, 896 yards receiving, six touchdowns, 209.6 fantasy points. At 29 and 30, I have a couple guys you've already talked about, so our differences here on these guys are, are about to be shown. At 29, I have Michael Pittman, 125 targets, 84 receptions, 832 yards receiving, six touchdowns, 203.2 fantasy points. My last player over the 200-point threshold, Brant. At 30, I have Jerry Judy uh, coming in. I have him for 115 targets. Again, he won't catch them all like you alluded to, 66 receptions. Uh, 937 yards receiving, six touchdowns, 195.7 fantasy points. So I, I and I, I do want to get ahead of myself a little bit. I also have both Broncos in here, so that does allude to a, a Russell Wilson uh, bounce back year. I just have Cortland Sutton a little lower on the on the pecking order here. Okay. All right, and I'm going to hit another guy that you talked about already, and that is Mike Evans's running mate and Chris Godwin there. I don't believe in the bake train. I do believe he will have two top 36 wideouts, but I don't think they're going to be. Anchor to the moon. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. Kyle Trask to the moon. <laughs> I got Chris Godwin to see 120 targets, 84 receptions, 800 or 840 receiving yards, six touchdowns, 204 fantasy points. That is my number 31 guy. My number 32 is a guy that you had right behind Chris Godwin as well. I also have Mike Webb, Mike Williams right underneath him. Words are hard right now. I am for also 120 targets, 76 receptions, 960 yards, five touchdowns, and 202 fantasy points. That is my number 32 guy. At one point, I did have all three chargers in here, but I had to uh, retrack a few once I saw how many targets I actually had out there. Um, so my number 33 guy, all right, yep. Number 33 is your boy there in Green Bay, Christian Watson. I got him for 125 targets, 74 receptions, 900 yards, six touchdowns, 200 fantasy points. That is my number 33 guy. I think that uh, this year, well, last year we talked about it quite a bit. Green Bay was not going to have a top 36 wideout uh, for Dynasty, and now I think we're slowly starting to figure out which one is going to make it up there in there. Yeah, so um... – I'll, I'll talk about it in just a split second. Actually, I'm going to talk about it now because I have Christian Watson at 31, so let me get his numbers out. I've got him for 95 targets, 66 receptions, 930 yards receiving, six touchdowns, 195.7 fantasy points. Brent, here's my issue. Christian Watson was a round two wide receiver. They added a wide round two wide receiver in Jaden Reed. Uh, and then Romeo Dobbs also had his moment in the sun several times last year. Uh, if you actually go back and look at the splits when Dobbs and Watson were both on the field, Dobbs did have a slightly higher route running uh, or routes run per snaps, um, was targeted, I think, around very similar numbers. Uh, and then again, Jaden Reed. And we have no clue what uh, Jordan Love's going to do. I'm holding out hope um, that the idea is – this guy's too good. We have to have the ball in his hands at, at certain points. I do expect him to be the leader of that Green Bay wide receiving core. I just couldn't go. I, I, I'd much rather see him around 17 or 18. Personally, that's where I want Christian Watson to be. I love him. I, I, I was very high on him uh, coming into the draft. Uh, and it was it was one last year, Brent. If you remember right, I traded for him. I drafted him where I could. 
And for quite a while after that that dropped catch week one, it was like, oh boy, this guy's a bum. And then he started exploding week after week after week, and he was really fun for fantasy for a good three four week stretch there. Um, I think it's more consistent this year, less of those three touchdown games, more more consensus, you know, wide receiver one uh, season here for him this year. At thirty two, I have Kadarius Tony Brandt. You and I talked about this and where I had him prior to doing this. Originally, he was not in my top thirty six. I had to go back and say, outside of Travis Kelsey, who is Patrick Mahomes throwing this ball to? I statted out everybody on the Kansas City Chiefs was going to catch the ball, and I realized that I was slightly low on Kadarius Tony if he's able to stay healthy, which that's already up in the air, right, with training camp. Um, but I've got him for 92 targets, 71 receptions, 908 yards receiving, five touchdowns uh, for uh, 191 fantasy points. And then at 33, Brant, I have a guy who I did not want to put in my top 36, a guy who you said you wanted to plant a flag on how good he's going to be this year. I'm not sure this guy actually finishes in the top 36 because of his quarterback's inconsistencies. I have DJ Moore at 33, 115 targets, only 66 receptions off of those targets, 884 yards receiving, six touchdowns, 190.4 fantasy points. I don't know if I believe in the numbers that I put down for him. This it's going to be feast or famine. He either fixes fields and fields, you know, takes off and hits that next level, or we're going to be talking about fields as a running back, just like we did with Lamar Jackson for a long time, Rand. Yeah. So that was your number, what, 32? 33. 33. Okay. All right. I, I, I believe, I believe, I believe. And uh, I'm going to allude to your Tony because I'm not going to talk to talk about any Kansas City wide receivers because I think this might be a year that maybe we say there might not be a top 36 wide receiver in Kansas City dynasty wise because of the same thing that we said in Green Bay that Patrick Mahomes has still got to figure out outside of Kelsey who's going to be his go to guy. He didn't really have one last year. Yes, Juju had some good games. He's got a whole new core. I mean, Juju's gone. I think MVS might be the only one that's technically returning from last offseason. Um, Sky Moore. Sky Moore, yeah, yeah. So, Scott, he's got Sky Moore and MVS, and that's about it. The rest is brand new to him or newer to him. So, and I, Tony Tony could be a great player if he can stay healthy, and we're already starting to see the up in the air about that. Um, so, nine number, I'm at 34, so I'm doing 34 mm-hmm. here. It's a guy that I, you and me talked about. I traded for him in our in our fantasy holics leagues, uh, and that is Elijah Moore. There with the Cleveland Browns. I believe that 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 he's going to run the slot. I believe he's going to be one of Watson's favorite targets, and I think we see an amazing season from him. I have him for 120 targets, 80 receptions, 860 yards, five touchdowns. This is my first wide receiver under the 200 threshold. I am for 196 fantasy points. That's my number 34 guy. Number 35 is a guy that you've already alluded to last week and this week, and that's Mr. Adam Thielen. I believe he is the number one guy in Carolina. I believe there might be another guy that could emerge as the number one and DJ Chark, but that's all way to be seen. Um, but I have Adam Thielen there for 110 targets, 71 receptions, 880 yards, six touchdowns for 195 fantasy points. That's my number 35 wideout. My number 36 wideout, I couldn't go. I had to 
move a few numbers around, but I could not leave this without having him in there. That's Mr. Tyler Lockett with 100 targets, 70 receptions, 875 receiving yards, five touchdowns. I have for 187.5 fantasy points. It's my number 36 guy. My number 37 and 38 guy both have 187 points. So I had to give Lockett a few more yards just to get him up there. Perfect. I can't hate on you for it. All right, Brent. At 34, I have my one and only rookie um, in my top 36. It's the same player you talked about. Again, I think he's going to be used very similarly to Adam Thielen, just fresher legs, a little more speed. 96 targets, 72 receptions, 943 yards receiving, four touchdowns, 189.4 fantasy points. At 35, another guy you talked about, uh, Cortland Sutton, the other uh, Denver Bronco. 123 targets, 73 receptions, 912 yards receiving, four touchdowns, 188.1 fantasy point. And my last guy, Brant, I know this is going to hurt you to hear that I have him in my top 36 still. Uh, at 36, I do have Debo Samuel, uh, 122 targets, 73 receptions, 824 yards, four touchdowns, 179.4 fantasy points. I want to say when it comes to Debo, Brant, this goes one or two ways. If Trey Lance or Sam Darnold, not just Trey Lance or Sam Darnold, are the starter week one in San Francisco, Debo Samuel shoots way up my rankings. If it's Brock Purdy, I think Christian McCaffrey gets a lot more dump offs out of the backfield because I think Brock Purdy's got kind of a weak arm. Uh, I think they're going to, he's a guy that I think he got a lot of easy defenses towards the end of the last season. And there, it, it sounds to me like there's a lot of rumors of Sam Darnold. The San Francisco 49ers went out and grabbed him right out the gates. Day one of free agency was their first uh, offseason get. Um, so he was a priority for them. That tells me they're not real sold on either Brock Purdy nor Trey Lance. Um, but the other thing, the other way for Debo Samuel, his numbers to increase and him to get way back up there in the rankings again is a Christian McCaffrey injury. It seems to happen every single season. Uh, and if that happens, you will see a lot more volume for Debo. As it sits, I couldn't get him any higher than this. Really, I wasn't trying to get him into my rankings, Brant, because I know you're not high on him. I think Brandon Ayuk emerges as the guy there this year. Um, it just so happened that I couldn't. I had like guys like Zay Flowers right there. Um, I had some other guys that were really close. I had I I have Wandale Robinson leading the way in uh, the New York Giants this year. I had him close, but I couldn't. I could get none of those guys over Debo. So Debo rounds it out. Okay. I have Debo uh, sitting at my uh, 41st spot. I don't believe in it. I don't believe he's the guy there. Um, I don't trust, I don't trust him. So I, I'm not, I'm not sold on it. Same as you. I couldn't, I had to, but you had to get your, you had to get him in there and uh, I had to get Lockett in there. And uh, we talked about that earlier. Um, so hopefully we're able to uh, eventually sit down and pound out a few more numbers on these, get all the guys that we've talked about and try to make some top 36 consistent rankings. And we're going to try to get it out there on a Fat Boy page or Fat Boy's Facebook page. Um, I know we've got the quarterbacks, I think, almost finished up. I wanted to wait till at least training camp started before we actually started to consensus them uh, together because I wanted to make sure we knew roughly who all the starters were going to be before we get it all out there. Um, but, yeah, we're going to try to do our best to get at least these posted on our Facebook page um, for you guys to see them that don't get a chance to – listen to these or see you and listen to these beautiful faces on, uh, on their live. We'll try to get it out there for you guys. 
beautiful faces and listen to the wonderful voices. That yeah, that's face, my face doesn't speak. Um, but yeah, Brent, I, I, I don't know how you feel. Obviously, there, there have to be up. I want to take a couple of days break from looking at numbers. I'm done with it. My brain is so darn fried from, from these wide receivers. It was a long two weeks getting these out there. I was excited about it when it got done. I like where everything sits on both of our rankings. Um, but yeah, my brain is completely fried. So I'd be cool to take a week off and maybe come at, come back and do something a little funner next week that doesn't involve my head hurting. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. Um, again, I want to give one more quick reminder, uh, promo code Holix on the underdog app. If you haven't done that, done so already, since we've dropped it in the beginning, go on there, check it out, go see what it's all about. Like I said, um, you're supporting our, us. You're going to help yourself out. Cause I believe it, it's a money match. I could be, I could be mistaken on that, but I believe it's a deposit match. Um, get on there and check it out. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's very user, user friendly. Um, you can't go wrong with underdog brand. I've been using it for a few years. You were on it before I was. Um, but it's, it's very user friendly. They actually, during the season, you can hedge some of your plays there. You're allowed to, uh, you know, that you go to each game, you can do like matchup based, this wide receiver, like next for prime example, does Garrett Wilson have more receiving yards than um, if they play, say the Seahawks is who has more it's DK Metcalf, Garrett Wilson, a lot of fun things, a lot of make ways to make it more entertaining to watch football in general, which if you're already addicted like us, you don't need it. It just makes it more interesting. Um, but definitely get on there and go check it out. Go, go take, a, take a look at it. Prime example, what you're talking about there, it's it's the rivals tab there on underdog. And I have one, I have I have one done for the season long, and I'll talk about a couple of them that I have on there right now just to give you guys a, an example. Passing touchdown, Desmond Ritter versus Anthony Richardson. You get a little hedge on 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 Ritter to have a half a touchdown more. So who who, who who's higher, Ritter or Richardson? That's one of them. I also have it for rushing touchdowns. David or uh, yeah, David Montgomery or Christian McCaffrey. Those are even neck and neck. It's whoever you think has the most rushing touchdowns. Those are some of the rivals that you can hedge there on for season longs. And and just so you guys know, when we put out our higher and lowers on our lives on Sundays, that is that that's where we go off of as underdog. So you get on there now, get that Holix Holix uh, code on there, get you some season long ones. We're going to be putting some out. Um, I think we're going to try to at least put out three picks a week. That way you guys have a chance to actually uh, back up or tell what we're doing. Uh, I think you have to have at least two picks, two or three picks in order to put put down on it. Um, but we're going to put out at least two or three every week for season long ones. And once the season comes, I know you and me like to really sit on there and look at it. So definitely get on that app. Check it out right now. Uh, Code Holics. And uh, as always, stay hungry. And stay fat, my friends.